0: In tonight's episode of the Carrots and Brotherhood podcast, I don't necessarily feel like it's necessary for two people to be blood-related to be quote-unquote siblings. My wife has a friend who also has a daughter, and they don't have any plans to have a second kid. The husband got snip-snip. He had a vasectomy. They ain't having more kids. And she and my wife occasionally talk about, let's just have our daughters be like adopted siblings. Let them hang out together and stuff. That. <laughs> My wife worries that, you know, at the end of the day, blood is blood and, you know, friends are friends and they'll never really be seen as siblings or never see each other as siblings. Hey, you're listening to the Carrots and Brotherhood podcast with me, your host, DJ Dykes. Carrots and Brotherhood is here to help men become better husbands, fathers and friends through positivity, empathy and transparency. Hey, guys, it's DJ from Carrots and Brotherhood. Welcome back to the channel. My wife and I have been spending the better part of, it's been about almost a year now, mulling over the idea of having a second kid. For those of you who have more than one kid, hats off to you. But for us, we're really putting a lot of thought into this decision. We have a daughter who is fabulous, amazing, the most wonderful daughter we could have ever asked for. She's loving, she's clever, she is intelligent, she's witty, and she's just a really pure soul. I would say that she is highly sensitive. Um, And I love her to death, man. I really do love her more than anything. And my wife feels the same. So we've been really thinking, do we want to add another member to our family? Um, You know, there's pros and cons to this. Obviously, if we have a second kid, my daughter will have a friend. One of the things that uh, sits on our mind a lot these days is because of COVID, uh, we lived in the States in 2020 when COVID hit. And everything shut down. My daughter wasn't in school yet. She was three years old, uh, turning four. And so she didn't really have a chance to play with any kids. Um, and everything got shut down. So, I mean, there really was no chance to meet other kids. She's five now, going on six. She's changed kindergartens two times in the past year. Um, and she had really close friends at the first kindergarten. And we left that kindergarten and we moved to a different city. Um, but she wasn't able to get into the permanent kindergarten. Uh, because they had a waiting list. So we had to uh, send her to one that was about 15 minutes down the road. Um, and she was only there temporarily for like three months. And just as she was building a relationship with kids at that school, we had to move her to the school that was, you know, next to our house. And she's been there for about a month now. So she, she's been moving around a lot. Not a lot of chances to make great friends, but it's, it's coming. So my wife and I, we talked to her. How was school? How do you feel? And she, one thing she always says is she wants her friend. You know, I wish I had a friend, my friend. You know, she wants somebody that she can call her own. When we go to the playground at the school and stuff, and they play after they let uh, come out of school, I remember one time, what, two weeks ago, she was pointing us to this one girl. She's like, hey, uh, Mommy, Daddy, I want to show you this girl. This is my friend. So we walk over to the other side of the playground where this girl is, but she, the girl is playing with another girl. And, uh, you know, Libby kind of walked over there and just stood about maybe you know, six feet away and just stared at the girl. Um, and I was like, why don't you go talk to her, baby? And she was like, uh, and she, she was very sheepish and didn't really want to approach. And uh, eventually those two girls ran to the playground and started playing their own game. And so Libby followed them. She was like, hey, can I play with you? And the girls were like, eh, eh, and they just ran off. Turns out those two girls were friends before, you know, they were friends uh, the year prior. So they already knew each other. We already have a relationship. Of course, you know, trying to explain it to my daughters. Kind of hard, you know. Well, maybe they were already friends before, you know, they they know each other more than they know you. You just gotta play and get to know them and stuff. But she took that rejection pretty hard. Um, and now she's gotten to the point where she's scared to ask other kids to play with her, uh, for fear of rejection. And I'm like, baby, you know, you're not gonna really make any friends if you don't talk to nobody, you know? Like you gotta you gotta put yourself out there. I know it's scary, but you gotta do it. I'm being patient with her. We're being patient with her, and she's coming into her own. But that's something that my wife and I have thought about. It's like she doesn't have anybody to call her own. She's an only child, you know? She doesn't have a sibling. So if we have a second kid, obviously that would be her quote unquote friend for life. So that's really the driving force behind us having a second kid. Because truth be told, we don't really want a second kid, she and I, my wife and I. We don't, neither one of us come from large families. My wife has a younger brother, I have a younger sister. My wife is close to her brother. And I am not very close to my sister. So we see both sides of the coin there. It's really just for our daughter. I'm at a point now where I'm thinking selfishly and my wife is too. Our daughter's five. She's in school pretty much the whole day now. I have time to focus on the things that I want to do, like this podcast, for example. It gives me time to focus on, you know, continuing to build my voiceover business and to you know, build this podcast and, and and you know continue with carriage and brotherhood and focus on myself, work out and, and get back to myself because it was it was rough for a couple of years where I couldn't really do much. And same for my wife, you know, she took a lot of stress during COVID and took its toll on, you know, her health and her body and stuff, and she's trying to get back to her herself. She needs the time. And so to suddenly say, Let's have another kid, and she gets pregnant again without taking care of her body first, you know, that second pregnancy is not gonna be easy. I know that I don't want to put her in that position. If you guys have wives um, who have had more than one child, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they really focus on their body, man. Even the first child, they're focusing on their body. But that second child and fucking third, fourth, and fifth, I, you know, it's it takes a toll on, on a woman's body and in their you know mental health, obviously. But their body, their image becomes a really big deal. So, uh, you know, being a supportive husband, I'm like, hey, baby, it's up to you. It's your body, you know, like, I really could go either way, you know, no kid, kid. Now I'm being selfish today. I don't want a kid. If I think about Libby tomorrow, I want a kid. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, and my wife and I always think about finances. We're not rich. We're not poor either. But at the same time, you know, it would have been ideal to have two kids back to back. Look, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. If we'd have had Libby and then the following year immediately popped out another kid, or even better, just had twins. We wouldn't be having this conversation today. That'd have been ideal, done deal, no more kids. Money situation's easy because you got hand-me-downs, you know? Especially if they're the same gender, you know, th- th- it's easy. But my daughter is going on six. That's a six-year gap. We don't even have half the shit that she had when she was two, three, or four, you know? So so we had to buy all that shit again. You know, then there's the whole breastfeeding thing. My wife's uh, big on breastfeeding. So you know, th- that is hard physically on a woman to always have to worry about, you know, breastfeeding and especially if the baby don't want to uh, latch on and, and drink. and uh, It's a lot, man, for a woman. It's a lot for the woman. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I, <laughs> I'm i struggling on this because for me, it, you know, I'm just tired and I lack sleep. My wife, physically, mentally, emotionally, it's hard, you know? And those of you with wives who have had more than one kid, you know what the hell I'm talking about. It is not easy for the husband to support that wife. But, you, you know, we got to do it. And then there's the whole idea about time. I told you, like, I want my daughter to always feel loved. Always have my attention. Whenever she asks for it, if I'm able, I want to give her my 100% attention. My wife feels the exact same way. You know, she's everything to us. And I work from home, so I'm able to really give a lot of attention to her. But if we have a second kid, I worry that I will love one more than the other, especially if the second kid ends up being a little shit and <laughs> doesn't have the beautiful personality that my daughter has. So, <laughs> you know, and it takes more energy to, to raise that kid. And, and then we also worry that Libby will be jealous, you know, about the other kid, the baby getting all the attention because babies require attention, like <laughs> all the damn time. But at six years old, In seven years old and eight years old, like there's a lot of changes happening. And that age, kids really look for their mom, you know, from like six to nine years old. They're looking for mommy and that's a sensitive time. So if my wife is giving all of her attention to a baby, I can see how that might be a problem for Libby feeling she's being neglected. So this is really not an easy decision for us. I can already hear some people like, oh, you know, we've had two kids, three kids, four kids, and you just do it. You know, That's great and all. But the world is changing, man. Fewer and fewer couples in developed countries are having kids. At least here in South Korea, the trend is one kid or no kids. Uh, Having a second kid, I mean, the way the economy is um, and the way the housing prices are and job insecurity, uh, people are really just avoiding having kids. It wasn't unheard of for couples to get married at 22 and 23 and pop out their first kid and ba pa they got five kids you know it's like shit damn y'all don't don't rest like huh? damn <laughs> uh, but now i mean most young people most millennials in, in the generations after just don't want to have kids so i don't think it's um, a particularly unique situation that we're in it's just something that i think about my wife and i often talk about our relationships with our siblings my wife and her brother are very close like they're calling each other almost every day, checking in, uh, texting. You know, it's, they have a really good, a great relationship. So my wife kind of views having a sibling and through those lenses. Me, on the other hand, uh, my sister and I are not close at all. And I don't mean we hate each other. We love each other in the sense that she's my sister and I know she's there. And I'm her brother and she knows I'm here. So you can see how that might impact our thoughts toward having a second kid. My wife is like, yeah, let's have a second kid. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's necessary because we can't guarantee they'll be close at all. They might be like me and my sister, you know, they might just not talk. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, I live here in South Korea. My absolute best friends live here in South Korea. They're all from different countries. One's from the Netherlands. One's from the Philippines. One's from here in South Korea. Another's from France and Guatemala and one's from fucking Chile. And we're close, like white on rice. And sometimes, you know, I feel like those are my siblings in a way. And like I said, I'm not throwing shade at my sister. I just, you know, she might say the same thing. So I don't necessarily feel like it's necessary for two people to be blood-related to be quote-unquote siblings. My wife has a friend who also has a daughter, and they don't have any plans to have a second kid. The husband got snip-snip. He had a vasectomy. They ain't having more kids. And she and my wife occasionally talk about let's just have our daughters be like adopted siblings let them hang out together and stuff (laughs) that my wife worries that you know at the end of the day blood is blood and you know friends are friends and they'll never really be seen as siblings or never see each other as siblings i'm like but look at my friends you know what i'm saying like that just happened you know of course there's no guarantee that the two girls will even like each other they might hate each other and in which case then whatever you got to move on with life i mean what do you guys think Are you closer with your siblings or are you closer with your friends? Does blood necessarily equal a close relationship? Because the whole idea of having a second kid to create a friend for our daughter, it's not enough to convince us to do it yet. You know what I'm saying? It's a good reason on paper, but the amount of time and money and emotional devotion to a second kid and the impact on our first kid, right now the cons are outweighing the pros in terms of having another kid. So we have a short window. My wife will be 37 this year, and she really, really, really pays attention to that age thing as far as having another kid, and she definitely doesn't want to have a kid past 40. That's kind of where we are right now. I I don't like to talk to my parents about this kind of thing, because they're always going to say, just have another kid. We did. (laughs) It's like, yeah, but you guys also lived in a time of boomers, you know, where everything was fucking cheap. You could buy a house for a single earner's wage. (laughs) This is 2023. You can't do that anymore. So you can be very prudent about how you use your financial resources uh, because uh, it ain't easy. And a lot of you guys can agree. So anyways, that's kind of where we are. Hopefully we'll have an answer by the end of the year. Otherwise, I really do think that I'm going to get a vasectomy and just be done with it. You know what I'm saying? Probably be hop back on finasteride and grow my hair back out again. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Anyways, guys, my name is DJ from Carrots and Brotherhood. I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Carrots and Brotherhood podcast with me, your host, DJ Dykes. Carrots and Brotherhood is here to help men become better husbands, fathers, and friends through positivity, empathy, and transparency. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider subscribing or following on whatever platform you're on. And be sure to turn on notifications, that way, you'll know each time a new episode is dropped.